Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. If you've been in business for a minute, do you have a plan for profit that won't lead to burnout? I'm sure that you have goals, but what about the big picture view of what'll take to reach them without working yourself into exhaustion? Because that is a different story. One reason having a successful business can be so tricky is that once we finally start getting clients, new problems start to pop up because now you're juggling working on your business while also having to work in it. And it's really easy to lose track of how you can keep all the plates spinning while trying to hit higher revenue months. So usually what ends up happening is you try to create new offers to bring in more money, but then you're super busy creating, promoting, and delivering them, or you're extending your working hours into your personal time and it's making you salty. Or you started dropping some of the plates and it does not feel good at all. And there's zero way it's sustainable either. Or maybe it's a combo of all three. The first step to fixing this is looking at the numbers, but not like a giant overwhelming spreadsheet or anything like that. Just simple data that is the most important for moving the needle forward in a more supportive way. And that is why I have a free workbook and mini training just for you. It really is super quick, super short, but massively impactful on how you'll be able to make profit-based decisions moving forward in your business. And did I mention it's free? I think I did, but it's worth saying again. You can find it all at bit.ly forward slash plan for profit guide. This will be in the show notes as well, but to get the plan for profit guide, all you have to do is go to bit.ly plan for profit guide, all lowercase, all one word, and you will get instant access and be able to see in a overwhelm free way, what the money makeup is for your business and then use that to make your decisions on your next steps. Okay. on to the episode. Welcome to another on-air coaching episode. I have been loving doing these episodes and I've been getting great feedback on them as well. And today I get to share with you a conversation that I had with my friend, Josh Goral. Um, before I tell you a little bit more about Joshua, I just want to say, in case you've missed the other uh, parts in this series, I decided to do this on-air coaching series for two reasons. One, even though your business might not be identical to the person that I am coaching, uh, typically the things that I am coaching these various business owners on have relevance across the board, right? They're sort of very general uh, sales, marketing, and like offer design um, issues that are really, really, really common. So even if the situation is not exactly the same as yours, there is a really good chance that you can get a lot of nuggets of wisdom that you can then turn around and apply to your own business and your own situation to help you, you know, to keep growing and, and thriving in your business. And second of all, 
I think that it is really cool to actually get to experience what it would be like to potentially work with somebody before you invest in them. And when I say invest, I don't just mean money. I mean, you know, time, energy, attention, all of that. So by me doing these episodes, it's a great way for you to see if, you know, if you would want to work with me in, let's say the capacity of my group coaching program, my main flagship program, Rebellious Success, then this way you get a chance to see, you know, do I like Erica's coaching style? Do I like the kind of advice she gives? Do I like how she, you know, interacts with um, the people that she's coaching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Because, you know, unfortunately in the online space, uh, a lot of times um, people talk a big talk and then you get on the inside and it might not be what you had hoped for, what you had expected. And so I want people to be able to actually get a sense of what it would be like so that they can make a more um, informed and also excited uh, investment, right? A, a more like empowered choice um, with where you might be spending your time, money, money, energy, attention, et cetera, uh, this year in your business. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you love it. Um, let me just tell you a little bit about him and then we will get into the episode. So Joshua Goral runs at home with Joshua. You can find him on at home with Joshua.com or on Instagram. Uh, it is home with Joshua is the handle. All of this will be in the show notes as well. And with 15 years combined customer service, interior design, interior design and visual and real estate experience, he's created a one-stop shop for all your design and real estate needs. He loves helping unique people create unique spaces. And with that, let's get on in to the live coaching. Hello, Joshua. Welcome to the Sell It Sister podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I am beyond honored. <laughs> honored. You are the first cis man to be. You are you are breaking the mold here. It's called Sell It Sister, and like we're we're changing it up. And I and I could not be more excited that you are the one because I just adore you. And I think you're fantastic. So yes, <laughs> that is so sweet. I'm here to break the mold the opposite way. Get the cis man out of here. No, <laughs> I'm honored to be there. I'm seriously so excited. Yeah. Well, okay. So cool. This is, we're going to, we're going to do some coaching. So I, um, I know that you have done some of my workshops and everything you're really familiar with, you know, what I do and how I do it. Um, and you are right now struggling with figuring out like what is actually working, what is not working and really like where you can be best putting your efforts next year. Um, at the time this comes out, it will already be the new year, but, uh, but yeah, so that you can actually start to be getting more clients, more consistent, consistently, and also not wasting so much time throwing the proverbial spaghetti at the wall. (laughs) 100%. I think when it comes to like your own business, you only usually have so much time to devote to it. Yeah, And so for me, it's like sometimes deflating to see these Googles and Googles of time that I've put into it and, and not much result, you know? Yes. Yes. I would say that that is a very, very, very common experience because yeah, it can be, it can be really hard. And it's also hard when it feels like we have to be doing all of the things all of the time and we are wearing all of the hats and set our own business and Um, you know, even if we have some help, there's still usually multiple hats that the CEO has to wear, uh, at once. So, yeah. Um, and I know you just recently took my planning workshop and you were able to look through and actually get some data. So I would love to know what, like, what were some of the things you recently uncovered about um, like where clients are coming from, which offers they're choosing just anything like that. Yeah. So the most, I think revealing that I got out of that was all of 
huge percentage of them, like probably 85 to 90 were referrals. Mm-hmm. So, and that let me know that there was something about my service that was good. Like people are happy to recommend it, which is the highest honor. I mean, if they're not recommending it, they, there was something not right. I feel mm-hmm. like, so that showed me some, some good evidence there, but there was also kind of a split between most of the offers that people were getting were lower priced okay. out of the offers that I offer. And so, um, the first half of them was a package that I had done when I very first launched this kind of solo design side. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, after sitting down, I think it was a different workshop of yours where you're like, well, how much time are you spending on each thing? And is that worth it? And after I was seeing that, I was like, oh, hell no, this is really underpriced. This is not going to work for mama. So I redid my prices and that package did not sell again with the higher price, but I sold more of my consultations or like the one-on-one, like lower price where it's, um, it's not like a great big package. It's just kind of like a one-to-one consult. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, um, those consults, were they for people local to you or were they people kind of all over? Like they were people mostly all over because I had, I had taken my design business online at that time when, when, when these, when I'm looking at these numbers Mm -hmm. before it was only like, I was only working local and mostly in real estate. Um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't super leveraging that design side. So then COVID happened, the panini get out of here. (laughs) And I, I pivoted and threw everything online and just figured everything online. And so that's the numbers we're looking at now is kind of gotcha. like the numbers from my online initial bull out of the gate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So typically in those one-off consulting sessions, like who are those people? What do they need help with? What are you helping them with? Like, give me a overview of that. Yeah. Okay. So most of them, well, I would say it's actually half and half. Half of them were people who had just gotten a new home, either purchased or renting. It was a new Mm -hmm. space to them. And they wanted to really um, narrow down their style to something that was focused and the aesthetic felt finished and polished. Mm -hmm. And the other half would be people who were already living in their space and they were either A, tired with their style Mm -hmm. or they were wanting to kind of revamp, redo. Um, There wasn't any remodels in that first release of stuff. It was all just kind of decorative or decorating, redoing kind of the interior and the furniture. Okay. Gotcha. And then when you do the console, is it just kind of like you're giving them some ideas on the call or is there a deliverable after, or how does that work? So I, and maybe with my services, I'm, I'm going too broad, but I have a couple, like I have one price. That's the lower price point. That's just one to one. And that one, I'll pretty much come on. Like we are, we're just chatting and -hmm. you'll tell me the problem of your, your design problems or your woes. Mm -hmm. And I counsel you through that. I give you my solutions in the moment. And then I send you an email with the notes after. Gotcha. Then there's a higher price offer. That's a concept creation where you'll tell me, Hey, this is my space. This is my kitchen living room. This is my master with my own suite. And I want a concept for it based on my own style. And then okay. I, I send you a questionnaire. I sit down and I put together a concept for that space with like the color story, the, uh, the fabric that would go in it, the types of furniture, the layout. And then I type that up into a document and like Canva style. It's, it's really pretty little workbook style. Send that to you. Okay. And then we also have a one-to-one after that, where I explain the concept, do like a Q and a style, let you know. And we work through everything that way. So it's almost like a room in a box kind of with, with mm-hmm. the consultation included. Gotcha. So okay. That's the two, the two different ones. Um, and I think when I look at it, mostly it's just the one-to-one consultation that was getting that attention. But again, that's the lower price. So I couldn't quite figure out, is it because it's just lower priced or because people aren't understanding the value of this other offer? Right. So it's more just the like quickie email rather than like, the call with the, uh, write up afterwards and, and things like that. Right. And the gotcha. write up, I think the value in the write up is that people can literally pull things out if they don't love it and put something else in. Like it's you take it and you run with it, baby. If you don't like a color in the color story, you can substitute that, but you still have your whole framework and your whole layout of that room, like in front of you. So if you want to change something, you can, you have full control over it, but it's like, that is right in front of you. The layout's right there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, that makes perfect sense. And then for the people who were booking in 
Um, for either of those, where were those people finding you? Was that also mostly referrals or? Yeah, it was, it was mostly referrals. There was one or two that came from, I did a local advertisement and I got one woman there, but it's still virtual. Mm -hmm. And then I have a handful of friends in Canada. So a few of them were Canada. And then a couple of those recommendations were referrals from my Canadian friends. So all in all, though, I think they were either a direct contact or a referral, mostly being referral. Okay. Gotcha. And of the other services that you did when you looked at everything, what were some of those that you did? And are they ones that like you want to keep doing or want to do more of? Yeah. I mean, the initial, the initial packages, when I sold before I upped my prices, I sold a couple of what I call the welcome home package, which is for somebody, it's really great for somebody who just got a new home or or has kind of a blank slate and wants Mm -hmm. to restart. And now I've fine tuned it, but it's now a six month package where people get the concept included. They get three one-to-one consults, they get um, a personal shopping list and they get like 3D renderings of that space with the furniture Mm. inside of it. Um, And that package sold a couple when I first released it, but that's where I realized, oh my God, um, the time that goes into this is like tenfold. So I, I did up those prices and that's where I think clarity and messaging became even more important because I, the price went up. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, do I need to maybe fine tune some of that value because this price is higher and people aren't recognizing what, you know, that this is a really all-inclusive six month package for them or that kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. And in the, um, in the consults, the one that comes with the deliverable part, like, does that also in, in the canvas style, like the workbook that you were talking about is, is there also like shopping list or it's more just, um, high level view of like the visual and the layout and things like that? Um, do you mean like in the, just the consult with the write-up or the full six month package? Just the consult with the write-up. So the consult with the write-up doesn't come with like the shopping list will tell you the store, the size, like you click, you can click on the link and go to it and purchase it. The concept I would maybe describe the type of sofa you would get. I would maybe describe the fabric on it. Gotcha. Uh, I would, I would describe the art style or the furnishings would have a pretty descriptive uh, layout to them. So you could go online and look for a blue velvet sofa, uh, okay. 80 inches. Whereas in the shopping list, you have three options of click and click links that you can go to and actually go to the site and purchase that in that size. And I already know it fits in your room because they have your measurements. Gotcha. So gotcha. It. Gotcha. Yep. Perfect. Okay. And <laughs> of the people who, um, the people who are like, maybe like the easiest yes, or like the the most enjoyable to work with, or they're just like, yes, you just guide me and and I'll do whatever. Um, tell me about that. Are there like, what are some of the common characteristics of those people? Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this the other day, because I feel like in interior design, there's two different types of presentations or or, or almost um, expectations. And there's one where you're the designer and you go in and you do the entire space and the client is, is a little bit involved. They're seeing it, they're approving it, but it's mostly you and you're doing the style for them. Mm-hmm. The flip side is more of a DIY, like you're guiding that client, but that client is doing most of the work themselves. They're mm-hmm. dealing with their space and trying to express their style themselves. Most of the people I'm dealing with. And I think what I really enjoy is the flip side where it's people who are doing it themselves, who are at home, who don't have a big mama jamma budget, you know, to throw down mm-hmm. for an entire space. They're trying to do some of this themselves. They want that interior design polished finish, but they, they're either not at a big budget level or the project just doesn't demand that much assistance. So I'm more focusing on people, empowering people to express their own style and helping them figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's super helpful to know. And I know because you're really active on Instagram, do you get much, um, traction from your efforts there? And also, are you, I know you said you did like a local ad, but where are the other places that you're doing marketing? Sure. So Instagram was a journey for me, um, to see this last year, basically last two years is me like learning how to use it and how to make reels Mm -hmm. and how to start pumping that out. 
but like you've said before, you know, like, are you focusing that? What is that drawing? Where, what's the funnels? Like, where are people going to from your social media? So that's something that I noticed I struggle with over the past year was where's my focus on social media. So that's something that I wanted to fine tune, but yes, Instagram and Facebook, I do some of the marketing I do local. So I've got like business cards and pamphlets for people who want to decorate, like decorating your new home is what my most recent pamphlet is called. And so I'll go around to like the real estate places and pass stuff out, or I'll go around to like the interior design. They have like one or two, I live in a small town. So there's one or yeah. two shops that dub themselves an interior design store. And I'll go in there and give them stuff also. And then the local advertisement is mostly Facebook in the local chat. Like there's a couple community oriented um, groups on Facebook that I'll just pop uh, like a social media advertisement into. Mm, okay. Gotcha. And then I have an email list, which I, which I kind of try to garner as like, I get, try to get more people on that email list through social media and make gotcha. it more of a personal space where they get a little bit more info or they get a little bit more information on what's going on. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Very cool. Glad that you have the email list. And I would say between the two consults, is there one that you enjoy doing more than the other typically? I think, so there's kind of a flip side to it because obviously the consult without the write-up is easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like I, I do it in the moment. I know a little bit of info beforehand. We have a conversation uh, versus the other one is a little bit more of my creativity infused mm -hmm. into that a little bit more of my style and what I think would look good in the space. So I also enjoy that, but to make it worth it, right. I'd have to, the pricing would have to line up. So it's going to cost me more effort over here on this, on this consult, which I do really enjoy that creativity, but it's easier and quicker for me to do this one over here. And I don't mind it either. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. It definitely does. It definitely does. Like the, yeah, the other one just takes more time, but you get to be more creative. Right. Um, what about, so in terms of the bigger package, the six months, is that time because it allows them time to procure everything and get it into their space? And like, is that why it's six months uh, versus maybe like a shorter time frame that you're working with somebody? Sure. So basically to explain why it's six months, mm -hmm. uh, initially I didn't have a timeline on any of my packages. And then I gotcha. realized- Jesus be with me. They do. <laughs> the clients don't have a timeline. So if I don't put one on it, it, I'm with her through her child's graduation and through the, it just like, keeps right. going. so after I realized that I thought, Oh, I got to put a timeline on it to make it worth it. So the smaller, um, the consultation with the, with the concept does also come with three months of email support, which is kind of cool. And then the six month package, I wanted, I, I decided six months because they wanted something where someone could come to me with a substantial project and really get through most of that, the ordering process, the lay down part, like who they're going to go with making decisions on the layout. And then they could spread those three consultations out over an amount of months to really utilize and get all the information they needed for that project. So I put six months as kind of a guesstimate thinking that that's a decent amount of time to get a good project done. Obviously we could customize it for longer, but I didn't want the client to come in and think you get me for two years. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. Then it just becomes, yeah. Then it's like the, the project scope, it like goes longer than it even needs to, because people, there's no like time, uh, sense of like, I should really start this, uh, you know, purchasing the items and repaint it. Like there's no time boundness on it. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. So I would say like, so just as I'm hearing you talk and, and because I follow you and I know that you offer really great, like examples of things for people. And, and I feel like Instagram is really great because it is a visual platform. Um, I know you also have like your cocktails in there and stuff like that. Like it's, it's not, it's not just like, you know, pictures of sofas, right? It's, it's right. Really, like, it's the whole brand of like being at home and like being in your, Lifestyle and being in your space. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say that some things that you could, uh, think about doing would be to have a, like, do you, do you also have, um, 
just like a regular type of discovery call, like a 30 minute, like, do you have something like that? No, I don't. I, I don't have just a regular discovery call. Um, I do. I like, I I'm a big voice note person. So if people will ask me questions about stuff on Instagram, I'll usually send them a chunky couple voice notes as yeah. you well know, honey, but <laughs> I love a voice note. <laughs> I don't have a discovery call. No. Okay. Cause I'm just thinking, so, um, it could be that like, and, and also I would say, you know, with the, the smaller consults, like, you know, if one is kind of starts to make more sense in terms of like, um, how, how you're leveraging it in the overall scheme of your business. Right. So if it's the kind of thing where you're like, okay, we're having just the call and I'm giving you the, you know, we're just chit chatting and I give you the email, like, and if that's great and that feels good and it's, you know, it's sustainable for you. Like you could definitely keep doing it. Um, I would say the other thing is that what might end up happening is, um, and what, like, what's the price point on that lowest one? The, oh, okay. Well, there's, there's a 90 minute one for 175. Okay. Basically is the, and you can, I have one that I don't advertise at 60 for 99, but I usually save that for somebody who comes to me and says, Hey, I'm, I'm on a budget or Hey, do you have anything that's a little bit lower price or whatever? I kind of keep that. Um, now mm-hmm. everybody knows about it, but <laughs> that, that's my like lower, if, if I need to tap into that, I can. So that's gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So I would say that, um, yeah, it's kind of like having like a back pocket offer right. and yeah. Um, I would say it's the kind of thing where because you're higher, like, because the, the larger packages, um, are probably, you know, they're bringing in more money overall. Like, yes, you're with a client for longer, but you're, you're doing more with them. Um, I know a very good friend of mine, she moved a couple years ago and she had somebody do sounds like similar to something you can do where it's like the visual mock-up. It's like pictures of the room with like, this is, you know, your couch and this is like, here's like a rug and here's throw pillows, like all of that. And then it had links to purchase. Um, and she really loved it and it was gorgeous. And, um, but she is super, super, super busy. And she was like, you know, what would have been great if she could have just ordered the stuff for me and like tracked the delivery, like, cause she, cause she is somebody who is like at that point financially where it, she's willing to pay for somebody else to just handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that can be something when, if you have a, a, a console, right. If you have a discovery call for somebody who is really looking for like a done with you situation, right. You're obviously not going into their home. It's still virtual, whatever, but you are going to be guiding them along the way. I think that that's where you can then use like my, my sales method, right. Where you're sort of asking different things, like, like, you know, uh, is there like a deadline or whatever that they are working up against that they want it done for, right. Like, is there, um, like, like maybe they want to spend the summer working on it, or maybe it's the fall and they want to get it done by like the new year something like that. And then I think you could also see like, you know, what is their level of, uh, kind of like involvement or, or oversight that they want on it? Like, are they like, are they like super DIY where they're going to be like, uh, really just like want someone to give them a vision and then, uh, you know, with some ideas and then they're going to go out and get the stuff. Do they want, you know, a little bit more like handholding, but like, is it the kind of thing where, and not like, if you're uncomfortable with this, I would say like, cause obviously ordering stuff for people can like, that can get into like a gray area of like responsibility. But if you were okay with that, and that was the type of clientele where you would say like, is it something that you would prefer that I would actually like you give me final say, and then I order the things I manage that I tell you the delivery schedule. Like we do all of that kind of a situation. Um, again, whatever you're most comfortable with, 
And then that way you can kind of know ahead of time through the intake form and then even get more clarity, like as you're discussing with them, like kind of like, what are they thinking? Right. And, and is this something that like they are doing, you know, in the near term, like the next three to six months, or is this something that they're just like, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm in this new apartment and I kind of want some ideas, but I don't really necessarily know what the budget is, you know, like, and they just want to kind of talk to you and have, have that guidance. I think that would be one way to, um, that because then with those people that makes it where it makes sense for the higher like level packages, um, I would say that's something where it's almost like a, you decide for them based, based on your expertise, if working together for three months or six months makes more sense, right? Because you have knowledge that they don't have about how long certain things take. I know right now, like there's supply chain issues with furniture, you know, there's all those different things. Yeah. Six months might not even cut it anymore, but I'm trying, honey. <laughs> right, 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 right. We're going to try to make it work. Um, like Tim Gunn, we're making it work. We're making uh, it work. Yes. Making it work. But, um, but you know, like, does that make sense? Like that you, because somebody like most of the time people are going to be like, well, I don't know. I want it like faster and cheaper or whatever, or like not always, but a lot of times it, because if they don't really know, like, let's just say if somebody was landing on your website and they're like, I don't know, three months or six months, like they might just click in and be like, I guess we're going three months. And then you get in there and you're like, Oh my God, there's literally like, you want like a whole house done. No, we can't like, right. we're never going to get this done in three months. Right. So I think that's where there's a level of like for certain um, higher tier packages where it's really good to actually have a consult and, uh, and, and just, you know, kind of get like the lay of the land with the person and then steer them towards the thing that is going to be the best fit for them. So that's on the one hand. And I, I know we're like technically at time, but I can go over. Do you have time to keep chatting? So. You know what? No, <laughs> you're a celebrity to me. It's your schedule, honey. It's yours. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. You're hilarious. Um, so yeah. So tell me your thoughts on that so far, just in terms of like that, a little bit of that, like way of looking at your higher level offers. I actually really love both of those ideas because Something that was really important to me in my business when I started was to make the offers or the options of a customized experience or customizable. Mm -hmm. And so basically when you're seeing a discovery call that allows me to sort of guide them into which again, a customizable kind of experience with a discovery right. call, like let's customize what service you purchase and I'll be the one to do it. I really like the sounds of that. And the, I'm no stranger to shopping and ordering things for people because before I was online, when I lived in Portland, I was what I did. Like I, I did mm. more in their home. We would pick what we were ordering. I order it for you. I am there for delivery. If it's assembly, I assemble it. And so back then like that, no biggie. Right. And I had the lead times. I let them know everything. We, I used their card easy peasy. So that I'm no stranger to that and could totally do that on this, this bigger package. I think with that, would you recommend upping the price if that's additional, you know what I mean? Like approaching that or should it just be included kind of a thing? Yeah. I mean, I would say if it is, uh, cause obviously, you know, there's going to be some people who would be like, I don't know if I'm comfortable just giving you, you know, like, or, um, you know, maybe they like, I don't know. They're just more, a more comfortable shopper. Like just personally shopping for themselves or they maybe enjoy once they know what they're getting, like to kind of go in there and, and do that and have that level of control. Um, so yeah, so I would say that for like it, as you're getting those clients who want the more like high touch full service and stuff, I would just roll that into the price, almost like you would be sending them kind of a, a proposal after not, and I don't mean like a line item proposal. I just mean like a high level, like, you know, we talked about, we're going to do, you know, the, the three bedrooms or something, or, you know, we're doing the living room and the, in the kitchen. Right. Like, and, and, uh, and then 
I'll be doing the ordering for you. This is our estimated timeline. You know, this will be the cost and this is how you could break it up. So, you know, maybe that's like 50% down, 50%, whatever, like however you choose to do that. Um, but I would definitely be sure that you are compensated for that extra time, especially that you are managing, you know, uh, timeline, like delivery timelines and things like that. Right. Um, so whether that just ends up getting rolled into the price and people can either take it or, or leave it, like just, I would just make sure that you internally know that you are being compensated for, um, for the time that, and, and the, the not just the time, but like the, the brain space of managing all of that extra stuff. Um, and then I would say that for the, the, like, the consult that has the like higher level consult, um, I, I think really a way to speak to that is, and you could always modify also the time you put into it. If you're like, yeah, I kind of, you know, we have the call and I send you your plan and then, you know, you can ask me some questions after, you know, it gets delivered. Um, but I don't necessarily think you'd have, depending on how long your follow-up call is like, that might not be totally, totally necessary. It could be something where it's like, cool. I gave, we had the console. I gave you the plan. If you feel like you need ongoing support, if you need management of the timeline, if you need that, let me like, we'll just take what you paid. Like, we'll just sort of fold you into a more custom high touch offer. Otherwise, like, it's great. I did my part. Now it's your turn to like, take it and run with it kind of a thing. I love that. And, and what you're almost tapping into, which it feels like higher level service and it feels a little luxurious, the sound, the proposal sound where, and it feels customized again, because I could come at them with like, here's the price and what's included in my high touch offer, but we can customize something for you. That feels really good to me too. That feels like a high level of service. And if they're paying a lot of money, that probably is more worth it to them too. The ability to say, well, I do want to add that. That actually is going to be more convenient for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that that's where, you know, I, I think it can be the thing where whether it's the 60 minute or 90 minute, just the sort of like plain Jane, like that can always be something that like, you know, if you, if you just got a friend or somebody and they're like, I'm just, you know, real, I'm starting out. I have really tight budget. Like I just, and, and you're like, yeah, you know what? It would feel really good to just like hop on a zoom. We'll chat. I'll give you some peace of mind. I'll give you some advice. Like, cool. Like, I feel like, you know, use that at your leisure as you feel good about it. But I kind of get the sense that like with the way that you like to serve people, which is that very high touch and, and all of that, um, and customized is it's really more of a benefit to them. The more you can actually take off your plate, whether, or take, take off their plate and whether that's the workbook that has the links and the layout and they just do it. Um, or because I imagine like when it's full service, you're still doing that. You may not create the workbook, but you internally are creating a working document for yourself that you're going off of anyways. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. A lot of times it's just a fit. Like what I give to them is the fancier version of what I have. Yeah. I, I am like, everything is kind of laid out. I create the concept in my mind and then keep track of everything on my side. So that sounds, yeah. I see why you're just so good at what you do. <laughs> I'm so inspired. Um, but yeah, that, that feels really good because that high touch, I think that the higher priced offer, I've been approaching it the same way I do my lower priced offers. Like here's the price, here's what's included, yeah. but why not tap more into it? It's a higher touch offer. These people want that higher level of experience. They want more service. They want to feel like, like you said, more is off their plate. Mm -hmm. So I love that. That feels right along aligned with kind of what the point of my services are. Yeah. It's almost like you're more of like a they're like interior design expert and like concierge, like yeah. you're just like managing the show. And I think that, yeah, then having like, um, you know, even on, even on the consult, like the workbook consult, we'll just call it, even if you had like a quick follow-up 
to kind of walk through things with them and make sure it all makes sense and that they understand how to use the document, you know, on that sort of follow-up walkthrough call, you could always then ask them, you know, do you, now that you've seen it and, you know, you know what your next steps are, is this something that like, would you like my services? Like, like, would you want to keep working with me because, you know, maybe you're afraid that you'll, you know, like procrastinate on it or run into challenges. Like, cause you know, like somebody, like I feel very comfortable and confident that like, if somebody was like, Oh, here you go. This is your ordering list. I could be like, great, cool. Like, let's just do it. Stuff will show up and I can put it into place. Like I have a level of visual, like creative comfort with that. But I know for a lot of people, um, that it can be really challenging, right. Or they might run into other questions or they might want, um, or they might see the whole guide and realize like, Ooh, do I really have the time to sit down and go through and order all of that? And, and so I think that on that follow-up you, even if they didn't already do the higher level, you could kind of gauge from there, like based on their response to it, like, how are you feeling? Do you feel like, would it feel supportive to have some extra time with me as you implement this? Would it feel supportive if I did the ordering for you, things of that, like of that nature? That is so perfect. It's like a follow-up sale, follow-up sale, yes. follow-up and upsell. <laughs> like, yes. That's perfect actually. And it still, it doesn't feel like you're upselling, like you're trying to get them to buy more, but it's like, would you like to tap into more support? Like, does that feel good for you? Do you want more right. off your plate? Does that feel right. good for you? So I love that. This That's all stuff that really is, is not huge changes, but gives more option to the client. You know, yeah. To step into for them. Yeah. And I think that like, it's, I, I'm glad you said, you know, it, it doesn't feel like a typical upsell because yeah, I mean, I'm, I know personally, I'm at a place in my life where I, uh, I'm very precious with my time and I have, uh, the, you know, I'm the gratitude, the good fortune of like, I have extra money to leverage now than I did 20 years ago, right? 20 years ago, like a higher level of service wouldn't even been on the table, but now I'm like, Ooh, like if that's an option, then cool. Like I would love to, yeah, not have to like have that extra thing to do. If I can just pay somebody to do it and I know they'll do it right. And I know they'll do it well. Like I, I feel, uh, very delighted and grateful that I'm in that place now. And so I actually would not view it as like, he's just trying to get more money out of me. I'd be like, Ooh, he's, he's actually taking something off of my to-do list. How wonderful is that? I didn't know that that was an option. I love that. And that's, that's the point I think. And I've never really thought about that until now, um, is I wanted it to be customizable, but then I presented it in a not customizable way. It was just all these <laughs> offers with these same prices. And so I think I could also incorporate that into my verbiage in marketing and on my website and things that I'm here to give you that customizable experience. I'm here for you, whether it's low, low budget or high budget, whether it's low touch or high touch, like, and that that's always been important to me, but this allows me to, to, tap into that even more. And it's a little bit more client time. I love the idea of a discovery call because they get a little bit of personality. They get a little bit of like, here's mm-hmm. what it would be like, chat with me, but I'm not necessarily giving away my mental energy or my design. You know, I'm not coming up with stuff, right. I'm adding with them. So I love that. Yeah. And then I think that way, you know, same thing with like, cause obviously you're going to be looking at budget regardless, but you can, you know, then it helps you tailor, like if they do, the workbook console, then you can just tailor, you know, you're like, okay, we're doing, you know, blue velvet sofa, but I know this is their budget. And I know we also got to do lamps. We got to do, you know, like, so you're going to be looking at like a different tier of like a blue velvet sofa, right? Like you're not going deluxe, like you're, you know, and, and so you can still be accommodating that way for the budget. But I think kind of like, um, our mutual friend, Carrie Ann with weddings, it's like that she still has like for the people that she works more closely with, 
they still have to have a minimum budget, right? Otherwise it's, it's not, she's actually not doing them a service at all because if they're like, I would love to hire you and our wedding budget is $2,500. It's like, yeah, I can't, I'm so sorry, but like, that's not really going to work. Right. So I think that there is a way where you can say like, you know, there, there needs to be some, in terms of like procurement on their end, there needs to be some minimum budget that you're working with because you don't want to be like, Oh, cool. Blue velvet sofa. Well, good luck on the Facebook marketplace. Hope you find yeah. something, you know, like that's so not five, $5. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so, so I, I do think that there, there is that level of like, you know, because then the, for, for the people who don't have that minimum procurement budget who would have to get scrappy on the Facebook marketplace and with Ikea, that's where your free content gets leveraged, right? That's Mm -hmm. where your newsletter, that's where your IG, where you can kind of say like, like, you know, here's some almost like inspo, like here's like a mustard and, you know, Merlot like themed room or something. Right. And almost do it in like three different panels where you're like, this would be, you know, if we're on Ikea budget, like here's how we make it work. If we're on like a mid-range budget, here are, you know, maybe it's like a, I don't know, a crate and barrel and a something like, right. and, and, you know, and then here's like a, a higher end, like, and it's like boutique, you know, and, and really like show people um, kind of like in, I feel like in fashion mags where it's like. Mm-hmm. steal the look, but it's like a outfit for $150. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, something like that. And I wouldn't say that you should, cause, cause ultimately you're not trying to speak to a discount audience. Like, so I wouldn't, you know, if, if that was your angle, if that was your positioning, that would be different. And I would say you could rely heavily on that. But I think, I think that there are ways that you can sort of infuse in your content things around like, you know, not everyone is going to the, the like highest level boutique to get a gorgeous, like Pinterest ready, you know, style room, but like, here's how you can make it your own on like, kind of like a more like, kind of like the budget of the ideal client you'd be working with. Right. Not super high end. Cause a super high end person is just going to, they're not going to be ordering anything for it. They are full, full service. And she's right. on her way. And I hope I meet her, but it's not, yeah, exactly. Right. Right. They're not even scroll. No, they're, they're literally hiring a person who will do it. Right. So, and then on the lowest end, right. Like those are, are people who are like, they're going to have to get really scrappy. Right. They're not really like your target client, but really those people in the middle to be like, this is how we can actually make this a reality. And then say like, but I know it can be overwhelming to try to figure all of this out, how it would work for your own space. So that's where I come in. That's where if you have like a Pinterest board or a palette or a vibe, like that's where your your magic and my magic come together. And I help you actually create that space in the way that it will work best for you on your budget. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> that was a lot of me talking. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you offering these services? Cause now I want them. But that feels really good. That feels right aligned with it. I've always said that if somebody tells you you have to spend a whole bunch of money to make a difference that, that they're full of shit. Like you don't have to do that. You can, and there's so many different ways to do it. And yes, you do get what you pay for, but I love that idea of saying, Hey, here's what it's going to look like lower budget. Like, absolutely. This is beautiful. We can do this. Here's more mid range. Like you see the differences visually. I can help you do either one. Like, I love that. Yeah. And I think too, like get, get people to do like some before and after shots, just like cell phone shots for you. Um, I would use those in your marketing as well. And then, um, you know, maybe like I, I would say like in your, in your IG bio and obviously, you know, it's hard to like 
come up with a, like an IG bio right on the spot. But I feel like kind of in, in your overall messaging, it can be more for like, um, you know, it's like, I almost get the sense that your ideal clients are sort of like, uh, you know, they're like busy professionals who want, um, like, I like how you say like unique designs for unique people, but like, they're like a busy professional that wants a a space that reflects them, but they don't want to spend like, you know, a ton of time figuring out how the heck they're going to make that happen. Right. Like they, uh, yeah, they don't, they know that they are going to be the ones kind of like, um, it's almost like you're, it's like a done with you, like done with you interior design. Instead of done for you, done with you. I love that. Yeah. Um, like for like, uh, I don't know, like busy, like modern humans, like sometimes drop the F bomb busy. Mind. Right. <laughs> right. Who, who like, who want to love the space that they're in, you know, or something, something right. like that. And then, um, and then I would say like, I think it would be really fun in your newsletter. Maybe you already do this, but you know, have like your cocktail corner, have like your inspo corner and then have your like, Hey, here's like, here's the news around here. Here's what we've got going on you know, like the new year, it's a great time to think about refreshing your space. Um, click here to book a call or, you know, uh, if it's something where you want to just offer like the workbook consult, like you could just say like, click here to read about the, you know, whatever you call that offer, Mm -hmm. you can book right in. And then like, we can get the ball rolling and, get you on your, on your merry way kind of a thing, because that can, that could potentially be one of those things where, you know, people could just buy, could just buy it, you know? And then as you're talking, you can see, do we roll you into more like full service? That's funny that you also bring up. I mean, there's been, there was one specific person a couple of weeks ago who was asking about this. And I wish I would have had this combo with you before, because it is so perfect. Like when someone's asking me questions about clarity, well, let's jump on a call and then let's, well, you know what, let's book you with this consult, but don't feel boxed into it because if you want more, when we're done, you get more like that feels good because I'm explaining what they get, but I'm also kind of clarifying. And then it, it sort of guides them in, you know, rather than, because I think sometimes the hesitancy is uncertainty or or they don't really know what they're going to get. They're not sure what the problem is being solved. So to like have that discovery call and like answer all those questions, I think is going to solve a big percentage of the problems. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the nice thing about it too, and this is also good for people listening is that, um, the more it's, it's almost part of it becomes voice of the customer research because you can, you will start to see patterns emerge where you're like, oh, this is something that is like a common objection or hesitation or confusion that people have, or this is an assumption that they have, you know, like you start to learn, you'll be like, oh, that's okay. That's really good. I'm going to, I'm going to turn that into some content because I know if they're thinking it, other people are thinking that too. Right. Or, um, I'm going to incorporate that as copy onto a sales page. Like there's so much clarity that comes from actually engaging with your ideal client. And also for the people who don't end up becoming your clients, you will start to see patterns emerge of like, oh, who is actually not a right fit to work with me? And then you can, it'll help you still refine your messaging more and more. Um, so that, that is always really good. And I think that what you, uh, like it just in terms of your, your marketing, I think that it can be in addition, you know, to Instagram and, uh, with the newsletter, but, you know, really like tapping into those other people or places that are also serving similar people to who you are serving. Um, or even like, uh, and, and like getting in front of their audience, right. Like continuing, I know you've done some collaborations, but like continuing to do collaborations or partnerships 
with people, um, doing like utilizing the reels feature, like maybe more of the like 30 second to 60 second reels now where you're really like leveraging the, the sort of visual power of what you do. Um, cause that could be even something where it's like, you know, you're in like target and you're like, I'm going to, you know, here's a drape, here's a lamp, here's like kind of just like funny, like in the aisles, like see how, like, you know, that's, can what make my, it. that's what my alley girl. I love that. Right. Cause you're so fun. Like you have such a fun personality too. So I think that you, you know, you can leverage that with things like, or just showing like how a tone of something can like change the feel of a, of a room or, um, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, God, like the sky is the limit since right. everything you do is visual, um, with that. But even like, you know, there could be an opportunity for if you wanted to do, um, I mean, I say go big or go home. Do you have a local like 24 hour news station or anything? I'm okay. We do have a local station that does, uh, I don't know about 24 hour because we are teeny tiny little baby town, but we're right outside of Portland. So we do have a station that has come out a couple times. I can't remember which one it is but they do like really popular 5am stories and they'll come out and do it live. Uh, like my mother-in-law just had them come out for her polo team like that. Oh, so cool. they're really close. Cool. Cause I wonder if there's like local ish publications or stations, like, you know, they always need to feature, uh, like local businesses or like local interest stories, but just, just to like pitch yourself and be like, you know, it's, uh, like we're all home a lot more than we used to be. It's a new year. People are looking to shake things up, might be on a bit of a budget. So like, I, I would love to do a segment on simple ways you can like refresh your space or make it your own, you know, just to kind of get, get the word out there. Um, and even like things, you know, like medium, or I forget some, of, I'm just blanking on the name. Some of those, like larger, um, platforms that you can actually publish content to, if you're comfortable with writing to talk about, you know, like here are like, maybe like five tips to refresh your home in 2022, or like, if you're still working at home, like here's how to, you know, make your office, your home office, more inviting things like that. I, yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I already have some content that would immediately translate to those. And like, I'm doing a, um, Katie painter. I think you, email, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a collaboration with her where I'm doing a unhurried hosting guide that oh. goes out to her email list. And then of course it'll go out to mine. So a lot of my collaborations are just like that, where it's like, okay, what's something that's like simple and relevant to another person's audience. That's not just like knee deep in design stuff that they're not going to totally, like, you know, so that's right up my alley. I already have content that would totally translate to written or verbal ways to spruce up your space, you know, office at home office. Like I love all of that. That's I'm obsessed with it already. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think that you, um, because of the nature of your business, like you can, you know, there's always seasonal things. It's like how you can, uh, I think, you know, people think like, oh my gosh, I have to, if I want to like judge my, my space for the season, I got to like get 12 million things and it's going to take a ton of work. And, but to be like, no, here's how you can, you know, like in the spring, right? Like here's, here's how you can freshen up your home for the season in like really, really simple ways that don't require like, uh, you know, a huge lift and, all, like all of this stuff. And, um, and I think because of like the cocktail element, because you're also fun, like I bet that there's a lot of, um, other businesses, whether they're, you know, local or virtual, um, that would be things where it's like, okay, like cocktails entertaining, like, um, you know, you're going to have like a summer get together. Like, how do you, you know, how do you spruce up the space? Like in your backyard, how do you, uh, like make it look nice without, 
again, spending a ton of money or a ton of time, you know, those, those little things. I think that there's just so much room to leverage those different things. Like, you know, even if there's like, uh, like places in your town, like bridal stores or anything where it's like, you know, if someone wants to do, um, I don't know, like a, like a upscale baby shower or like a, or bachelorette party. Yeah. You know, where you're like, Oh, Hey, like let, you know, like, uh, you know, let's collab and talk about ways that you can do stuff that looks high end, you know, that looks better than like a cheesy, like dollar store bunting, but like, you know what I mean? Like that. And just to really get your, get your name out in a way that just feels fun. Like we're, cause like, I get the sense that you really love to be engaging with people and like, you're very personable. So like then in any of those moments, just reminding people, Hey, what I do is, you know, I do, um, done with you, uh, interior design for like busy, modern professionals who want to, you know, zhuzh up their homes. Like, and, and then, the because stuff. then they're like, oh, he's not just an influencer. I can actually hire him. And you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And it all speaks to the client, my ideal client, like all these things that you're suggesting that I write for, go out and speak to, and the, it is, the collaborations are all going to speak to my ideal client in my ideal budget base too. So this, my, my, my brain is exploding in front of you. Uh, <laughs> This is all really, and it's very inspiring stuff. Like, of course I want to engage and of course I want to have fun. And I tow that line a lot. Am, am I being too professional? Am I not being professional enough? Am I, I, cause I want people to understand, like, it's going to be fun working with me. I'm not going to be, you know, uppity and, and you're not going to be embarrassed. You can totally just let yourself be yourself, but I'm also going to deliver you quality services. Like it's going to be professional services you're going to get, but you're going to have a fun time. You know, it's going to be quirky and exciting and funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be like, um, who's like, Oh God, what's that movie? Father of the bride, Frank. Oh, like (laughs) there's no Frank vibes here. There's no Frank vibes, BD. No. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, I, I think that that would be great because, you know, and also like, I, I feel like definitely your, yeah, your people are those, I'm guessing probably, you know, thirties and forties where, you know, they, they've got some, maybe even into fifties, right? Like they've, they've got more disposable income. They are not, uh, you know, they're kind of over the like post-college, you know, hand me down furniture sort of look in the family for years, the futon. Yeah. It's gotta go. And, and they're, yeah, they want, they want that, uh, they want the freshened look, but without having to spend like 50 grand to make it happen. That's exactly it. That's exact. You, you're, you are somehow tapping into sides of my business better than, (laughs) Do you see this people? She's a genius. (laughs) Listen, it's, it's also, I mean, it's, uh, it's always easier to see from the outside. Like this is why, this is why I pay people to help me with my business because I, we are all too close to our own stuff. It's good to have an outside perspective. It's personal. Cause it is, it's like you've, and I said this to Jamie when she was in the room where I was like, it's your own formula. It's your own, all of this stuff that you're trying to make work is your own. So it is kind of personal. If it's somebody else who is telling you to do it, then it's so easy to be like, well, it didn't work. Cause you know, it's their fault. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're trying our own stuff we're doing. So it is personal. And so it's, can be so deflating to do something and have it not work. And then be like, well, shit, that's a hundred percent on me, boo. But when you, when you look, somebody gives you perspective outside of your business, it's more like, now I feel inspired. Now I feel like, oh, there's all these things I can tap into that I wasn't seeing that are different options for me to try. And they feel good. They sound good. It's not kind of like this fear of, am I going to fail again? Or, you know, am I, you know, it's Mm -hmm. that more of an exciting sense rather than that daunting feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm very, I'm very glad. I'm very, very glad. This was, this was so fun. How does all that feel? It feels 
So good. Um, I'm going to go back and listen to this again. I was trying to take notes. <laughs> Oops. It's all coming up. I'm feeling all the emotions, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to it again because this tapped into literally more stuff that I didn't even know I was struggling with. And like you said, I had no idea that the amount of inspiration that could come from talking to somebody outside of my business about my business, mm-hmm. because we all think we're doing the best we can. We all think we're doing a great job and we are, but we could do better with this perspective. So it's just, it's so valuable. I so appreciate you. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. We went over by double, but I think it was worth it. <laughs> I think it was worth it. Too. I, I owe you some Christopher Maloney picks for going over with me. So yes. I will go and find some vintage daddy picks. Some <laughs> daddy p- it's for you. I want, I want holiday themed Chris, Chris Maloney. I want Elliot Stabler with like a Santa hat and <laughs> I, if I can't find it, I'm calling him and I'll take the picture myself. Oh my gosh. I wish, I wish <laughs> I would die. Um, if you knew him, I would die. Um, yeah. So, well, this was, this was really, really, really fun. And I think that your business is so cool and you are so great at what you do. And one day we will be together in person. We'll have Sandra Lee cocktail time. <laughs> Oh, honey, you know, I only pour like Sandra Lee. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> yes. And everyone listening should follow you anyways, because you post great stuff. You have adorable uh, pets and great cocktail recipes. So <laughs> thank you. I don't know. Did we already see my Instagram? Should I see my Instagram? Yeah. Uh, say, you, say your Instagram. I'm putting all your links will be in the show notes too. So people can check you out. But where can they find you on the gram? They can find me at home with Joshua on the gram. Scurry on over, boo. Love it. I love it. We will we will meet on over there. But thank you again so much and have a beautiful holiday season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too. Okay, now get out there and sell it, sister.